0: There's a big transform.
1: Everybody. Welcome to the Geek Generation, I'm your host Rob Logan And joining me in the studio today, Anna Again Again, Matt West, hey now And Paulo doop doop doo doo doop doo
2: And he's making hand gestures that no yeah. one can see Visual
3: cues on an <laughs> audio podcast
1: <laughs> You gotta love it when people do space work on audio <laughs> That's always awesome <laughs> So, uh, this week's episode, we are talking about the top five pets from any form of media that you would want to have as a pet. So basically we're looking at TV, movies, comic books, video games, literature. It could be any form of media where the uh, creature exists and it is something that you would want to pull into the real world and have actually as a pet. Now this is different than just saying like top five animals in media or something because uh, for one, it's making it into a pet and also saying that it's something you would want. Like, there are other creatures that I wanted to put on the list, even though they are definitely considered pets. And then I was like, I don't know if I want to deal with that. So mm. I definitely left them off. So it's not my favorite. Like, there are animals in media that I like better than some of these. But these are the ones that I think I could actually deal with as a pet. Mm. So let's start with our number fives. Uh, Paul, you want to kick us off at the bottom of the list as we work our way up?
0: Oh, people are going to be mad at me for this being at the bottom of my list. But my number five is Gizmo. From Gremlins, Gizmo. Okay. I have a feeling that's on a bunch of lists, and he's, he's <laughs> fucking awesome. I mean, there's, I mean, a lot of my, a lot of these things I picked for utility reasons, like, oh, this thing would benefit me, or the, like, Gizmo doesn't really benefit me in any way. <laughs> like, he'd just be a cool little awesome dude. Yeah. And like, Rambo Gizmo was fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, yeah. come
1: on. That's right. Like, Rambo Gizmo. Come on. I, mean, yeah. I can tell you exactly why Gizmo was not on my list. He comes with so many restrictions. They're not
2: that hard. It's not, go to bed at 10, you don't have to worry about feeding them after midnight. And they totally have like dry washcloths for animals. Here's
1: the weird gray area with that rule. It's always after fucking midnight. True. (laughs) It's such a weird rule. It's so vague. It is weird. Plus, plus you mess up with a regular pet, like they might go hungry for like a meal or something or they poop on the floor with gizmo. You have more pets that you don't want.
2: <laughs> and they're not as nice as Gizmo. No,
1: not at True. all.
0: But they are pretty cool. And then I could release them on my enemies.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you're going to hoard them as an attack on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He keeps all gonna, the
2: mean ones in a box.
0: All the mean ones are going to be in a closet in my house. And if I don't like somebody, I'll just invite them over and be
1: like, can you go
3: in that closet and get me something? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, let's go right down the line. Uh, You're number five, Matt.
3: Well, I kind of went with the Pokemon trifecta uh, because I didn't want to give like an individual spot to each one. Mm -hmm. But I went with sort of the general Pikachu squirtle. But honestly, it started off with wanting Meowth. Because he's just an asshole. He talks, and he is an asshole. He's conniving. He'll sell out. But I think he'd be like great to like you bring him to a party. Talks shit at people. I just think he's awesome. You choose the one immediately that can talk back to you. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because that would the rapport would be great. It'd be endless entertainment. That would be like my immediate reason to be like, nope, don't walk (laughs) out. I don't want to get shit from my pets. Plus, there's
1: also the added benefit of the the Pokemon. They're not taking up space. <laughs> they have their magical little genie ball. All right, I've had enough in your ball. Away with you. <laughs> exactly. They're very easily manageable in that sense. That's
2: pretty
1: funny, Anna. Your number five.
2: Five because it's my number five is kind of boring, but um, Hidalgo cuz he's a horse that acts like a dog.
1: I do not know this. <sighs>
2: oh, movie so good. Please the movie is explain. called Hidalgo. Okay. And it's a, a based on a true story, probably really loosely, but it is based on a true story and it's pretty much Indiana Jones with horses. It's got Viggo Mortensen in it. Mm-hmm. And he's got this um like mustang like Indian pony and he's awesome. He like sits and like takes like his hat off of his head. He acts like a dog but he's a horse.
1: Interesting. He's really
2: it's a great movie. It's an awesome movie. Does it's, it play fetch? Uh, I don't remember if it does in the movie, but um
1: is there some rationale as to why it behaves that way?
2: It was just trained really well. Oh, yeah. It's just a really cute horse. Like if you were going to have a horse, you would want that horse. Like he's just really cool. And the movie itself is really good. It was it was one of those just like kind of feel good. Mm. You're like, ah, oh, that was great. Like you saw the movie and you're like, yeah, that was a great movie. Like, okay. It's really good.
1: Is it a family movie, I assume? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: I think it's rated PG. It but it, like I said, it's like Indiana Jones in that like it does get intense mm-hmm. at periods, but not like gory or no swearing. Sure, sure. And it's a it's a period piece. It's back in the old West days. Okay. So um it's awesome. It's a really good movie. Cool. Highly recommended.
1: All right. Uh my number five I was kind of on the fence about because half of this pet is awesome and half of this pet is probably super annoying. <laughs>
3: uh
1: and who doesn't want a tiger with a saddle? My number five is <laughs> Cringer, <laughs> Nice. slash battle cat from He-Man. Nice. Um I really just want an excuse to shout out, I have the power! Yeah.
2: And, Who doesn't?
1: And by virtue of having that pet, you would be, by inference, He-Man. He-Man. Right, because you would have to have something to transform right. Cringer into Battle Cat, and exactly. then vice versa. Um, so the, is
2: the bad part when he's like, oh, roll uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no. <laughs> the reason that Cringer is number five on the list is because I don't want to have to deal with Cringer. Right. Like, Crinjor is a whining fucking baby. Right.
3: And a coward. Yeah. And a coward. Hence
1: the name. Like, they were not subtle about the naming of that animal at all. They might have, well, like, it, it's pussycat. Like, basically, <laughs> is, is, uh a cringe or, but as battle cat, he's fucking Very awesome. Cool. Like, doesn't talk anymore. I don't know why the... Be- well, okay, I think that explains it. The better version of this animal ceases speaking like right. a human being. <laughs> right. So we would all be better off if we would just stop I'm, talking. I'm picturing,
2: like, Rob has a girl over, and, like, or scratches at the door. Oh, Rob, I'm hungry. Oh, could you come out here? <laughs>
0: oh,
3: oh, oh.
0: <laughs> Yeah, but then wouldn't, wouldn't Battle
1: Cat just bash in <laughs> the door and, I have to pee. Yeah, but in that scenario if that doesn't get me laid <laughs> <laughs> nothing is going to. So.
2: My clothes just instantaneously changed. I have a sword and a tiger just busted through my bedroom door.
1: But, yeah. Armored. He seems, Armored.
2: He seems like he would be like just that awkward friend that would interrupt you at the most inopportune yeah. time. Yes. He'd just be like um Rob, um and you'd be like fucking go away you pretty Granger. much
1: just explain the only reason <laughs> I would ever turn him back to Cringer <laughs> <laughs> It's just to turn him into Battle Cat in front of other people. <laughs> okay, go back. No, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> man.
1: The entertainment value alone, I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, number four is Paulo. Oh, okay. Uh, my number
0: four is a toss-up. Uh, or actually, no, it's not a toss up. That's not my number four. <laughs> my number four is Ravage from Transformers. Oh, good call. So Ravage, if you're not familiar, is the dog Transformer that pops out of, uh, Soundwave. Everybody here knows it, but I'm sure there's some people out there that don't know it. See, Soundwave
1: um, turned into a tape player and what a tape player is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what a tape is.
0: <laughs> so yeah, Ravage, just cause, uh, he's, his loyalty is undying. So he just, he's Always like, I had, like, when I was thinking about this one, I was thinking about whether I wanted to include Laserbeak in with Ravage because they were, they kind of went hand in hand.
1: They you were, don't want Rumble though. Yeah. Rumble. Fuck Rumble. Rumble's <laughs> just like, I'm going to wreck your shit. Rumble the, was the meowth of those. <laughs> yeah. Like he <you> just <laughs> talks about,
0: bun- talks a bunch of shit and he just pounds the ground. Like no way. But like Laserbeak is like independently thinking. Like Laserbeak will go into a situation and be like, I could do this or I could do that. I could be more evil if I did this. It's like, you don't want that. You want like the, the, pet that will do whatever you say a
2: little more submissive and
0: also the pet that has fucking missiles on its legs <laughs> i know right yeah. yeah
2: paul's <laughs> just thinking about his enemies he's like okay he's <laughs> like i'm going to have uh,
0: every pet is battle ready yeah. <laughs> Can you just imagine like going into work and be like this is
1: my dog fuck your dog look at my dog hey trailer truck that backed into my car
3: meet my dog <laughs>
1: ravage When my dog doesn't want to be a dog he plays acdc's back in black <laughs> He just like plays it in the background every time
0: you're walking. in. It'd be fucking
1: awesome. Ravage, laser beak.
0: That would be hilarious if you had to use sounds or Soundwave's voice to like activate Ravage. Right. Like you couldn't just say Ravage sick. It'd yeah. be like Ravage, Ravage sick. Everybody'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, Why the fuck do you sound? Like,
3: oh my god! <laughs> matter anymore
0: oh, i'm sorry <laughs> but yeah ravage definitely my number four um i had the toy until recently i'm so pissed i lost it
1: i don't know if i still have the tapes i might have one or two i
3: definitely still have Soundwave. the metal sound wave yeah, awesome. yeah
0: yeah but uh yeah that's my number four
1: cool matt
3: you're number four yeah i went a little more uh simplistic with this one i uh Took Hedwig from uh, the Harry Potter books. He was Harry Potter's white snow owl. Yep. Pretty it'd cool. just be cool to have a pet owl, first yeah. of all, and then have one that's smart enough where, like, all right, I need this person to know this. It's not doesn't need to be like a cell phone call, but here, send this message over to this person, <laughs> and it would fly and then fly back with a reply. And just having a bird of prey as a pet would be killer. Very Hedwig cool. is
1: a giant white fu to modern technology yes. as far as communication <laughs> yes, exactly, goes. Exactly,
3: exactly, and he's awesome. He and just, it would
2: be yeah. cool for your friends too because it'd be like, hey, Hedwig's here, sweet.
3: Yeah. Right, you'd rather get that than a text. Totally. Oh, you text me, no big deal. You could just be like, hey, heading to the movies, but you get this from an owl. Oh, yeah. All right, that's cool. <laughs> but it's
1: really confusing for the friend that has the owl hoot as a text tone on their phone. <laughs> <laughs>
3: They're
1: like, what? Oh, what? Oh, oh, Hedwig's here. I get confused. It's the same kind of sound. <laughs> Added benefit, you would
0: never... You would never be lost to anybody, because and, the owl would always know where you are. And your
3: house would never have mice. Yeah. yeah. And, um, no pests.
1: And-, <laughs> and you'd finally figure out how many licks it takes to get oh. to the center of a Tootsie oh, Pop. Oh, you went mm-hmm. there. <laughs> 132. <laughs> when I was a kid, at least. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, I took the time. And a number four. How cut
2: up was your tongue? <laughs>
1: Ouch. It's
3: licking.
2: Yeah, but it, it, am I the only one?
3: It's just licking, <laughs> ladies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
3: All Tootsie that Pops. and I've got a talking green tiger. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Tootsie Pops and Battle Cow. Let's go. Oh my gosh. You, <laughs> you should put that
3: on your Nintendo profile. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Swipe right for, for I to, just to-
1: changed I just changed the profile line on all dating sites right there. Yeah, Tootsie Pops it's and a battle cat. ready battle ready tiger. That's awesome. Anna, your number four.
2: All right. My number four is what well, it's a little bit debatable because it could be considered slavery, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Wicket, Wicket from Return of the oh, Jedi. Yeah. I mean, he's a civilized, like, being, yep. so I kind of feel guilty about it, but, like, I want him to come live with me. He's pretty cool. how civilized
1: were they really I
2: mean they could build things you know they had like, assume opposable thumbs they built like tools and weapons yeah and hunted and you know so I mean it's kind of like adopting a little furry it's, it's human, really but-
1: just having your own living teddy bear.
2: Right, well that's how I look at it. Yeah. But then when I really think about it, I'm like, that might be considered slavery. That
3: might be wrong.
2: Yeah. I mean but not maybe not slavery if I like don't really ask him to do anything for me. Like if I just feed him, then he's more like a roommate. If
1: he's a companion. I think
2: calling him a pet might be a little rude. I might not like call him that to his face. I might
1: not (laughs) I might
2: not call him that to his face. Yeah. But I really I I love Wicket and I would love for him to come live with me.
1: (laughs) In front of your face And maybe
2: he could help me a little like with dishes or something.
1: I mean, like, th- <laughs> that shed ain't building itself. No,
2: exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. earn your keep, up. Exactly. It. I mean, I need a couple booby traps on the driveway. It's all yeah. i <laughs> it. <It's all>
1: <laughs> You just need for that. That friend that just won't leave, <laughs> and those two tree trunks. <laughs> Just swinging down in the driveway.
2: Exactly. I mean, Wicket's
1: all he over He can build that.
2: a treehouse and live outside if he wants, or he can live in the house. Yeah. I don't care, but I just, I really love Wicket. I mean, so.
1: the mailman just won't stop fucking parking right, right there. Exactly.
2: So. Right.
1: Uh, oh, me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let, let me tell you my number four with a little story introduction. Ooh, story time. 1,000 years ago, <laughs> superstition and the sword ruled. It was a time of darkness... It was a world of fear. It was the age of a badass gargoyle dog named Bronx. Mm. You guys know Bronx? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Why get a regular dog when you can have a gargoyle dog? Still, he's smarter than a normal dog for Mm -hmm. sure. He was the only one in the clan that for some reason had a canine mentality instead of being like a human.
0: Right.
1: Or a human brain, essentially. And uh, no wings, so you don't have to worry about him flying off. That's another positive. The only downside, he will keep your ass up all night long (laughs) because he is stone during the day and he only breaks out of that at night. But during the day, fun lawn ornament. Mm. Bronze covers all bases. The only thing I can, the only problem I can see
0: with that is if he turns into stone in a non weight bearing area. Yeah. Because if he turns to stone when he's like, on a deck or something <laughs> like your deck is fucked like it just collapses
1: <laughs> you like you have to make sure he like turns to stone like on your lawn oh sure but, well i can't wait till he turns to stone while he's peeing on the fire hydrant oh, that'll yeah. be a great that
2: would well, just be on april fool's day. day yeah exactly just, yeah that would yeah. be a once the year we,
0: we would just day.
1: arrange
2: that right
0: <laughs> yeah. what he, would he just be like perpetually peeing like a water fountain <laughs> of pee just like like the stone gargoyle that cycles just, through it's just like peeing it's like what is this That'd be awesome. Yeah. Low decoration.
1: Yeah, low maintenance.
0: Low maintenance. Uh, number three, Paul. Uh, my number three is going to be tied with my number two because they're sort of similar, albeit one is way more badass. Um, so my number three is either Rhaegal or Viserion from Game of Thrones. So these are the dragons. Uh, okay. there are two of the three dragons. I don't want Drogon cause that guy's an asshole. <laughs> he just flies around and burns shit and eats people's goats. But the other two are a little bit more domesticated. The, re- the reasons for this are twofold. One, obviously flight and fire cause that's fucking awesome. You can ride a dragon and they can burn shit. And again, you know, burn my enemies. And, uh, <laughs> the second, which is a little bit more connected to the books. It's not so much in the show is the connection of dragons to magic. So, in the Game of Thrones show, we don't see too much magic because the dragons have been gone for centuries, mm-hmm. hundreds of years. And um, with the return of the dragons, supposedly there's supposed to be like a resurrection of magic or like the presence of magic will become more known in the in the kingdoms. Now, that would be pretty fucking cool because then you have magic. Right. I mean, be- dragons equal magic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dragons and then, and then magic. Like breakfast. Bonus. You know, and like or like you you could be like it's magic. Like <laughs> it's magic.
1: It's fucking magic. Do, like, the, do the dragons cause magic in you or do they just bring back magic?
0: I don't know. I think it's like an aura of magic. Like they kind of just bring it back. Like I don't think magic emanates from them, but the presence of dragons in the reality resurrects magic somehow. Okay. So I mean in Game of Thrones, I think this is before the dragons um, came to that area, but there was a there was a one of the one of the realms in Game of Thrones sort of already had magic. Like there was a a guild of warlocks in this one area that Khaleesi encounters in her trip back to Westeros. Mm-hmm. But uh, they already kind of had magic. I don't know if they had kept it alive somehow through the dark arts or whatever. But they kind of mentioned it in passing that the, the dragons will bring magic back. I feel like this choice is
1: way more about magic than it is the actual dragons. (laughs)
3: It's it's fucking magic.
0: I mean, you could do anything. You'd be like, uh, you, you're a pony. You, you're battle
3: cat. (laughs) My biggest worry about I was thinking the same way actually at one point was um when they're when she first has them, and even when they get to be like four or five feet in size, Mm -hmm. but by the time you know we're to where we are, as far as if you're watching right now. They're huge. Yeah. And there's a lot of trouble with them. Mm-hmm. If you could guarantee that they'd stay small, like basically like Kitty right. Pride with Lockheed. Right. right. I mean, like right. if you could keep them at that size, perfect. perfect. I like that that's why I
0: picked Rhaegal <laughs> or Viserion, because they're the least aggressive ones. I mean, they went they even went so far as to be a, like Khaleesi tricked them into being, you know, put into yolks and shut into a, a cave or whatever. But, uh, I mean, they seem like they would be agreeable to, you know, letting you ride them through the
1: skies and fucking burning your enemies <laughs> and,
0: you know, without the, the threat of being eaten <laughs> by them. But
1: is this another phase of your plan to smite your enemies with your pets? Yeah,
0: yours are one? so well, aggressive.
3: <laughs>
1: I don't know if I'm going to have phases if I have a dragon. Cause if I have a dragon,
3: I'm just going to be like, fuck everybody. Right. <laughs> I win. No yeah, other pets needed.
2: King Paul.
1: <laughs> I win button. Like. <laughs> A Staples button that just says I win. <laughs>
0: Vaccinate your children! Or I burn your children! I don't fucking care! Measles! Ah!
3: Matt West, you're number three. All right, so I went actually robot in this one. In uh, the fourth Doctor's reign of, of Doctor Who, uh, when Tom Baker was Doctor, for a period of time, he had canine, mm-hmm. 9 who they actually brought back mm. um, in the um, in the David Tennant era of Very things. briefly, yeah. Yeah, but when I was of age to be watching Doctor Who with Tom Baker... To have a robot dog like that was the coolest thing, and if you look back, it it doesn't hold up. And they kind of they kind of led to that with even the way you know, even though David Tennant, like, oh K nine, so happy, you look into this clunky robot dog, <laughs> yeah. but he was awesome because it brings me back to to eight year old me watching Doctor Who, and oh, there's this robot dog who in that time was awesome. We didn't have the robots you see in movies now, so this what appears to be real robot dog was pretty awesome and they built him up through um, the Doctor Who universe through the Sarah Jane adventures where he actually is a pretty handy computer to have around and he is like a dog at the same time so mm-hmm. yeah I, I've just I've always had this fondness for K-9 and I think he would be awesome to have you know where he could he could reprogram all of the computers in your house are they they're supercomputers by that little thing that comes out of his nose, which is like a probe. <laughs> right. So yeah.
1: I mean, even though he looks like a mailbox with a head, oh, you, totally. you gotta figure it's so
3: clunky, but he's awesome.
1: You also gotta figure though, the less movable parts, the less maintenance required, there the less go. room for error.
3: <laughs>
1: and a number three.
2: Might have to skip me, but I'm just gonna ask, does R 2 D do count?
0: Uh, uh sure. I, I would say so. I mean, because
2: he's the best. <laughs> Again, it kind of like the same mentality as Wicket. Like I just want him around me all the time. Like because I look at you know I have dogs and a cat and like I look for the companionship more, well, than, more than the utility. Not. Like Paul, <laughs> Paul wants to burn his enemies. <laughs> I just want friends.
1: R two D two is not unlike. K9. K9, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah.
2: yeah. He just doesn't have like a animal facade. But like, right. you know, I mean he's not
1: Like I don't picture R2 D2 having hopes and dreams of his own and going out to venture <laughs> in the world necessarily. <laughs> no,
2: he makes some really damn good decisions
1: though. Yeah, he does. But he does. I mean, we don't we don't know that. I mean, we've never seen
0: subtitles for R2. True. So, I mean, like if we actually saw this subtitle, was like, the subtitles, like what he's saying. He's the most
2: sarcastic son of a bitch in the world. I'm
0: fucking tired <laughs> of playing this goddamn video for you, this old guy.
2: <laughs> How many times do I have to rescue you, people? He's You're actually all like
3: useless. Kenny from South. Park. Like <laughs> the things say are actually off the wall bad. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I I just love him. I would I would want him with me all the time. I've considered, like, getting one, like, one of the remote ones, oh, like, really? they have at New York Comic Con. I'm like, I don't really care, but, like, if I have an R2 before I die, I'll die happy. Like, <laughs> I just, I really want an R2. I have, for the longest time, my profile picture was me kissing R2D2, yep. that I, I met him at, um, which one was it? Rhode Island Comic Con. Yeah. And it was awesome. And I love him so much.
0: Oh, There's that guy at, at the cons
1: who has like a working R2 mm-hmm. unit, yeah. Who's, and he has like his daughter riding on it. Yeah. As Leia. That
2: was, yeah. that was the one. That's awesome. Yeah, I love him.
1: You'd be way ahead of the curve on entertainment too because you'd already have a holographic projector. You
0: so <laughs> <laughs> You could have hologram Tupac.
3: <laughs>
2: hey, he can serve drinks too.
1: Everyone will be using Skype and you'll be like... Psh. R2 hologram, what's up?
2: Totally. He's awesome.
3: And you can hide your lightsaber
1: in his head.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yes.
1: Well, yeah, you gotta have a place to hide your lightsaber. Oh,
2: yeah. I mean, totally. And like an emergency med kit, he can do the same thing that K-9 can do with the wall outlets.
1: He'd have a little insertion pod on your motorcycle.
3: Yeah, exactly. totally a little sidecar with yep. R2's hand. oh shit yeah okay i'm doing that that's going to happen it's,
1: that's going to happen it's not even R2 come in my motorcycle it's R2 no. drive my, my- motorcycle <laughs> and i'll just chill here oh my here. god
2: man you got you just did something so awful to my brain uh i that's, don't care i don't care if he's remote and he works like he's just got to sit in the sidecar like that's going to happen that's happening that's what we're that's here
3: for that's happening <laughs> i'm just
2: going to go to new york comic con on that bike and just sit outside <laughs> I'm like, this is my cosplay. What do you think? It's my bike. I'm just going to sit on it.
1: We're just a collective of bad ideas is really what's going on. I think you mean good ideas. (laughs) The think tank of uselessness. Yeah, I used
2: used to want a sidecar for my real actual dogs, and now I'm like, nope. R2 is. R2 is is going in the... Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Uh, My
1: my number three is from a media I don't think we've covered too much of, uh, actually from a video game. Uh, it has the ability to find useful items, distract enemies, and goes batshit crazy in battles. I love this creature so much that while I was playing these games, and it is more than one, even though you could probably say it's different iterations of the same character, any time that this dog died in the game... I would stop and reload from the previous checkpoint because I was not finishing Fallout without Dog Meat, goddammit. <laughs> the
0: if
1: you've if you've never played the original Fallout, then that's when you first see Dog meat. He's a dog you just find in a junkyard, and he will go around and find items in the ground for you. Anytime uh you get near enemies. Now dog meat could be kind of troublesome at times when you would just take off and like mm-hmm. find an enemy that you haven't located yet and just start to fight. So, Paul, this is kind of in your <laughs> realm of <laughs> aggressiveness, but to have an animal that will go toe to toe with a death claw and not give a fuck that the thing's like five times as big as it is, it's badass. Dogme is the best, like the most loyal, most badass dog ever. And his name is Dogme, which <laughs> is a parody on Mad Max, I believe. Um, but Dogme also comes up again in Fallout 3. You find him in a junkyard again in a very similar fashion, and I've heard there's this game called Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> I've heard that there's a cybernetic version of Dog Meat in that that has a slightly different name, but which should be incentive enough for me to play the game, but but isn't. But apparently, still is not. So my number three is Dog Meat. Number two's Paulo. My number two, like I explained, is tied with my number three because they're kind of
0: similar. But my number two is Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. Yes, because he's awesome. Like he's like because <laughs> he's awesome. He's your friend, and he's also a dragon that you can ride. Are your uh, top three dragons? <laughs> no. Okay, just checking. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I could probably could have found another dragon to put in the list, but Toothless is, you know, I mean, he's awesome, friendly. Uh, will let you ride him. And as we saw in the second movie, apparently there's no size limit to what Toothless can carry because he can carry both. What's his face? Oh, my God. Hiccup. His, he can carry Hiccup, but he can also carry the giant hook hand dragon rider. guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I feel safe riding Toothless. You, know?
1: so, you feel like he's got you covered. Yeah. Like like
0: the weight limit. I don't exceed the weight limit. If sure. Giant broad shouldered fucking hook handed motherfucker can ride him. <laughs> Yeah, and he's he's sentient to a certain extent. Um, he has the the alpha ability now, mm-hmm. you know. So you can, if there are other oh dragons, oh boy, here we go. If there are other dragons, you know, that <laughs> you'd be like an army. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could, I could conceivably make the Dragon Avengers
2: <laughs> if
0: Toothless was my buddy.
2: His top, right? his top three aren't dragons, but his top two is all the dragons, all dragons. <laughs>
0: and therefore he
3: has magic because he's got. Dragons
0: <laughs> exactly, this is all a plan and it's all ah, coming together. Paul
2: is starting to scare me yeah,
0: <laughs> more see? than Volpe World does domination. I mean, I don't like the idea that you know, by inference, I would also be hiccup because I wouldn't, I would be one leg short and I would
1: be a tiny little dude. But dragons for a leg, I think it just of... means you'd be able to take hiccup out and yeah, kind of claim toothless. Yeah, hey, Hiccup's
2: yeah. pretty tough. And He did like lose a leg. He's yeah. pretty tough dude.
0: And he's pretty smart and he he's made that. He made the fucking, the, the Viking lightsaber. But yeah. even, oh, yeah, but really... even Hiccup can't hide from the law. That's true. <laughs> That'd be awesome. All can right. Can you just imagine? Like, you just be... <laughs> <laughs> like, your parking space would not be a parking space. It would be a little hut. And in that little hut would be your dragon. And all the people would be like, can I park in that hut? You'd be like, no, there's a dragon in that hut. I wouldn't park my car in there.
1: Unless you want your car blasted,
0: <laughs> or I might
3: just blow it up anyway. Cause yeah. I have fucking dragons. <laughs> Fuck you, <Yeah. Mario. laughs> Matt. You're number two. Well, three, two, and one all sort of follow a trend, which uh, will come together when you hear the last Hopefully one. Hopefully, not as destructive no, as someone not, else. <laughs> no, okay. not nearly as destructive. Not even destructive at all. Okay. But, um, dragons. Number two. um I'm a huge, huge fan of dogs. I'm uh, love dogs. So um I was thinking, what would be a really cool dog who was different than other dogs, yet was a dog nonetheless. In Nightmare Before Christmas, there's Zero, the, the ghost dog. Yes. And he's just, you know, he's a do- he's definitely a dog, but he's, he's, you know, basically a sheet with a dog's head that floats around and, he's and a dog, Rudolph, though. the red-nosed reindeer. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but, uh, it just, it, he's always, he has that, he, he just has that dog charisma, just even though he is a ghost. So I, I, see him and thinking that'd be pretty cool he probably again would similar to to bronx where he wouldn't be very effective during the day right you'd only have him at night but you know great i'm at work and don't have to worry about it. come home and sun <laughs> goes down hey my dog's here <laughs> hey, <all right." laughs> added all right. bonus don't need to open the door to let him in or out mm. and you don't need to worry because i don't think ghost dogs poop oh, or eat or eat there you go
2: yeah just a companion <clears> yep. yeah and he's pretty loyal he's a good dog
1: and your number two
2: Raja from Aladdin. Ah. I love tigers. I've loved tigers since I was little, little, little. They're always been my favorite animal and I love him and I would love to have a tiger of my own that would just like totally protect me and kick anybody's ass that like tried to come anywhere near me. Protection, not domination. No, same thing. Stop gesturing at me like that. Same thing. Dragons, tigers. No, no, no. you're talking about blowing up people's cars. I'm talking about self-protection. <laughs> People have, totally do, do, do. different. Same thing. Totally different.
1: Anna's looking to cuddle with the tiger, like
2: fuck everything. Yeah. <laughs> but he's super cool, and he's 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 awesome. I love him.
1: Okay. Mm. <laughs> uh, my number two is still in the dog front, which is weird because. I am a cat person far more than I am a dog person, but I feel like dogs get a better media treatment overall than cats do. I mean, the cat I have on my Because cats list, are
2: like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's basically a cat. <laughs> They're
1: too independent. Yeah. And uh, not only following the dog trend, but also following the robot trend of some others, and not canine, because that was not my era of Doctor Who, even though I did see him in uh David Tennant land, but back in the video game world, uh Rush from Mega Man. mm Rush the dog. As yeah. a robot, his life expectancy is much longer than a conventional canine. So that's always good. And he does have, he seems to at least have, uh, like organic dog parts. Yeah, so you could definitely. still pet him. He's, he appears to be like a cyborg dog, yeah. even though I think they credit him as being a robot. But I guess it's in the same way that Mega Man kind of looks like he has skin and stuff, even though. He's an android, but mm-hmm. kind of in the data realm. So I don't know what that would look like for a dog when it comes to reality. <laughs> it might be really super creepy. Uh, Terrifying. <laughs> but, but for the sake of the list, we're going to pretend it's adorable. <laughs> um, but the other added benefit of Rush is he can pretty much turn into any mode of transportation, mm. including a hoverboard. <laughs> yeah. I could yeah. have a hoverboard and a robot dog.
3: <laughs> you
0: don't say. Can you imagine like riding that to through
1: traffic with your
0: sunglasses on? And be like, you mad, bro?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it would be the best thing ever. I mean, it is the year of Back to the Future. So I do want my hoverboard finally, and I might as well have a robot dog companion all at the same time.
0: They're almost the same color,
1: too. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I'm probably not going to use on Rush is the springboard thing because <laughs> I don't have Android legs, and that fall would not be pretty. <laughs> I guess we're going to the number ones. Ooh. Ooh, the big number ones, Paulo. Number one is a change of pace.
0: Uh, it's not something that I would use to destroy my enemies, burn the world. <laughs> wow. Or, yeah. And it's somehow topped the list. Yeah, because this one is from my childhood. So okay. this, I'm going to anime for a little bit here. But this we actually talked about this on the Japan Creed episode. Um, my number one is Doraemon, which is like a, an anthropomorphic cat. Um, the reason why I chose him is because he has a pocket on the front of him that, uh, to me in the past was just like a giant storage locker that he could pull anything out of. But I went to the Doraemon wiki and I actually found out that this pocket is a 4D wormhole.
1: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> it's a wormhole, which he can access basically anything in existence. Uh, Past, present, and future. He has a wormhole in his tum tum in his tum tum, <laughs> and the pocket is indestructible.
3: What is like, this creature? It can't be cut
0: off. It can't be burnt. Doraemon himself is destructible. He, you know, he's he's a cat. He's a cartoon cat. So you know, but the pocket itself is indestructible. And for the most part in the series, he accesses a wormhole to a future department store where he can't. He has. He has Access to anything that, w- that's in the department store, which is literally everything from like food to clothes
1: to helicopter hats to like other weird shit we haven't thought of in the future. As cool as it might be to get food anytime you want, I'm not eating any food out of, uh, kitty cat's tum tum wormhole. <laughs> this, this is because Rob had a bad experience with the dried squid.
3: <laughs> but
0: I mean, let me, it's a, it's basically time travel in a pocket. I mean, you, in some of the cartoons, you see the worm, the, the pocket expand mm-hmm. so large that people can jump into it and go into the future. It's fucking time travel, guys. I mean.
2: It's a soft, cuddly DeLorean. Yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> and he, he's your friend. And he has little circles for hands. he doesn't actually have paws; his hands are little like circle spheres, and like he, he like grabs things like this and he picks them up like with, like tongs like wait, 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 what happens if you go in tum tum wormhole? You can jump into the, like they've done that before where characters have gone into the wormhole, yeah. and gone to the future. How do you get back? Yeah, you get back. I don't know how you get back. You does just he, jump out of the? Does pocket. he go inside himself to get there? Not sure. It's a cartoon, Rob. It's, it's anime,
2: Rob. It doesn't make any sense. It's from Japan.
1: It's because Japan. That's the explanation. <laughs> Can we come up with more reasons for me to say tum tum wormhole? <laughs> tum wormhole.
0: I need, I need those little burgers that we got from Japan, Cray. Tum tum wormhole. Smooth. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's my number one, just because it's a fucking wormhole in a pocket. And it's unlimited storage, unlimited access to anything that you would ever want. I could pull a fucking dragon out of that <laughs>
3: wormhole. No, no, no. no.
2: Yeah. All the dragons. Wrapping it up.
3: <laughs> Malice. Yep. My last one, uh, I'm unashamedly taking from reality TV. So these are actually real pets, real animals um, who have no secret powers, no special powers. They're just dogs. On uh Robin Big. Uh, Fantasy Factory, all those Rob Deerdeck shows. Mm-hmm. He has two English bulldogs, which I've been a huge fan of English bulldogs as long as I can remember, and their names are meaty and beefy. Uh, but they skateboard like like <laughs> he's a skateboarder and he's taught them to skateboard, and they're just a couple of knucklehead English bulldogs, which typically that breed is. Uh-huh. But they skateboard and they're awesome and. I really, I've had a bulldog, not in English, but I'm just waiting for the time where things line up and I have another bulldog and I could just see walking the two of these dogs and you get to the park and and now I can't skateboard, but my dogs can. So (laughs) you've got a dragon. I've got a skateboarding dog. (laughs) I had a dog that wants a
1: skateboard. Kind of. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> we just it all. It, ties all. In, yeah. it does, oddly
0: enough. Oh my goodness. Like I remember when he first got the the younger dog and it was so cute and the folds and everything and then like fast forward like 3 years or whatever when the next like when you saw the dog next in Fantasy Factory, and we saw the dog's all fat and like <laughs> gross-looking, you're just like, dude, what happened? Aww. You really let yourself go.
3: Bulldog happened. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> what happened. To
0: but he was so cute when he was a puppy. But then, like when he grew up, he's just like,
3: <laughs> and they are, they are such a flatulent breed. It's disgusting.
1: Oh. Those, are, those are cute dogs, though. For sure. Is that how they propel themselves on the skateboard? <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Anna, your number one.
2: My number one is Toothless the Dragon. Yes. Yeah. He mm, uh, he's dragon. amazing. I love <laughs> Well, I mean, everybody really anybody would want a dragon. You know, you could have the luck dragon or you could have any of the dragons from Game of Thrones, but like Toothless is just such a pet. Like he like his face reminds me of my old kitty, so he's got those like he's got wicked cat-like features, and he just looks like a big kitty, only you can ride on him. and he's not too big. Like the luck like the luck dragon is too big. yeah, like where would you put him? But like unless
1: he is your entire bedroom. Yeah. (laughs) But that's disgusting. No,
2: yeah. I think he should sleep outside. I just so but Toothless is like just the right size that like, you know, like Paul said, he can definitely bear a disproportionate amount of weight so you could ride on him and feel safe. But he can like come in your house and like sit by your feet. You know, so he's he's just the right size and I think just the right intelligence level where he's still like a loyal pet, Mm -hmm. so you don't feel like too bad enslaving him <laughs>
3: or like having him as a pet. Oh no,
1: he definitely has a pet mentality. Yeah,
2: yeah. He's he acts like a pet and he seems like a, more of a pet. He's a very
1: trainable dog level of intelligence. Yes,
2: exactly. Yeah. Like an, an unusually intelligent dog. Yeah. And uh and he's just adorable. But he'd defend you too. You know what oh, I mean? Totally. So it'd be like, he's your, your best, cuddly best friend, like I look for in a pet. But at the same time, he's like a fucking dragon. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's yeah. awesome. And he's like the most awesome of the dragons. Mm-hmm. Like they all have those special fo- like powers, but the, the, what's it called? Night terror, night fury, night fury yep. is like the rare one. Yep. And like he's the only one left. And yeah, he's awesome. He's Love super, fast. Yeah. super fast. Super yeah, fast. And... Super fast. And you can't see him. He's stealthy and he's got instead of like, real fire he's got that like blue lightning fire yeah that's yeah. cool yeah he's
1: badass he is he is look at the different takes on the same <laughs> path between paul and and, Cuddly Anna. and
2: wonderful at the same time yeah. i should
1: never have power <laughs> <laughs> never leave paul and Volpi in the same room with lots of power <laughs> Supervillain central
2: oh my goodness
1: uh my number one is not to be redundant but this one has been mentioned before Toothless, Toothless from How to dragon. Train Your Dragon.
2: Wins, wins Geek Generation Best Pet Award.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm hoping some of my reasons are a little bit, I mean, obviously, reason number one, he's a fucking dragon. Like, he's a fucking dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, forget driving. He's got a saddle. hmm Yeah. Take those uh flights to avoid the nasty traffic jams. Like Anna said, Night Furies are rare. He's the only one, as far as we know. I'm sure there'll be more movies. I'm sure they'll do something with that, because it's kind of like one of those mysteries that's hanging in the air. Right. Like, we don't know if he's actually going to be, but we imagine so. Uh, but most importantly, and this is really what it all comes down to. If I, uh, flew up into the night sky against the light of a full moon, I could <laughs> recreate the right. Batwing scene from 1989's <laughs> Batman very accurately. <laughs> so uh,
3: Toothless is not only amazing
1: on his own, but he can even <laughs> recreate some of the best iconic movie scenes <laughs> ever. Can you imagine that? Like, you're riding
0: toothless in your Batman costume. <laughs> like, the person that sees that, that has to report that to the cops. It's like, hi, 911. Um I just saw Batman riding a dragon. <laughs> Boy,
3: what the hell you been smoking?
1: I have that on a t-shirt, actually. So. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. And Sour Chalk loved it. Sure. Uh And lastly, of course, he's a fucking dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are our top fives. We are interested in hearing yours if you head on over to thegeekgeneration.com and look at the show notes for this. You can post in the comment section what your top pets from media would be. Before we say bye for this week, I also want to just uh, go over really quick some of the other ones that didn't quite make the list. I don't know if you guys had ones that you considered mm. that you'd just like to mention, but I'll go over a few of mine. One was Milo the dog from The Mask. Mm-hmm. If you remember mask, the mask. Mask <laughs> less or masked
2: Milo? Yeah,
1: with the mask, don't want to. Oh, with the mask. Oh, okay. Or else, he, I mean, he was an adorable dog to begin with, just as Milo. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the novelty of the mask mm-hmm. is pretty amazing as well. Ace the Bat Hound from Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super loyal to the point where he, he used to like riding with Terry in the Batmobile yeah. as it flew around and he could use him. As backup, essentially. Yeah. And like, yeah. that was a big ass great Dane, too. Yeah. was a big dog. Yeah. Uh, mostly like Bruce Wayne's protector in that series and yeah. Guardian, but super loyal. Like would totally give his life for his master type dog. I had Pikachu on my list of maybes for a mm-hmm. lot of the same reasons that you included them, Matt. Garfield is probably <laughs> my favorite animal of all media ever to the point where I actually had a cat that I named Garfield. Uh, that was also amazing. But the the reason that Garfield did not make my list of actually pets that I want is because he just shit on you constantly, like not <laughs> not actually shit on you, but like. I, don't, I know he loves John, but he does not treat him well at all.
2: You don't need that kind of... Uh...
1: That's an abusive pet master <laughs> right.
2: relationship. That's right. because
3: whether it's Meowth or Garfield, they're cats. And they're very accurate portrayals of what's going on in a cat's mind. They may love you, <laughs> but they're definitely judging you. You can tell by the way they look at you. They're judging every move you make. I have yeah. a
2: sign on the wall of my house. So I have two dogs and a cat. And it says, the dog accepts you as the boss. The cat wants to see your resume. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
0: right. That's about right. <laughs> That'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Garfield is like super passive aggressive because if it's like the oh, Comet yeah. Garfield, Gar- Comet Garfield doesn't talk. He just has that stupid fucking thought bubble. Right. And you'd have to read the thought bubble every time. And then after a <laughs> while, you'd just be like,
1: oh. And we all know how I feel about books. Like, I don't yeah. want to do any reading. Extra reading. Uh, and the other one that I considered, but was just way too uh, smart and ultimately powerful to really consider as a pet was Experiment 636, otherwise known as Stitch. Stitch. Stitch would... Stitch is an awesome character and awesome creation. He's a handful. But he's crazy powerful and, like, super intelligent, even though he has the mentality of, like, a pet. So I don't know where that line is between, <laughs> like, programming supercomputers and, like, wanting to play fetch or something. Yeah, you
2: would come home and, like, your apartment would be, like, turned into a spaceship. Right. And you'd be like, uh, where are we going?
1: <laughs> and, it doesn't and he help. wouldn't
2: tell you. He would just take off.
1: It doesn't help that he's constantly resisting the urge to destroy. Because that's what he was yeah. programmed to do. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he's, he's a handful.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I, would, I would definitely
0: be okay with Stitch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? Uh, what is all of this
2: mess? Is this for taking over the world? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay
1: then. It's fine. Cuz we can do that. <gasps> we'll do that right now.
2: I got a robot one. Yeah. Gur. Gur. Who wouldn't want Gur? Gur. <laughs> Invader Zim.
1: I've never oh, seen yeah.
3: Invader Zim.
2: Oh god. Rob, get out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> for those playing at home, Rob has left the what studio. The fuck? This is my
2: show. <laughs> All right, bringing my DVDs next time I come over.
3: Uh,
2: Where were you in college?
1: Uh, We were
2: all, like, obsessed with Invaders in college. I was probably
1: watching Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) Anna
2: shakes head. Gur is the best. He makes cupcakes.
1: Wait, is... That the one that wants to destroy everything?
2: Invader Zim wants to destroy everything. GUR is his robot. Oh, okay. And he dresses like a dog. To he dresses like a fluorescent green dog with a giant oh. zipper on the front of his outfit. But yeah. he dresses like a dog to, you know, fool the humans. Gotcha. He's awesome. He's
1: There's the best. also uh, anyone else play Half Life or Half Life Two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog. The, the robot, the
0: neutered. Oh no, the. No, like, oh no, no, no not the, head the neutered crab. head
1: grab No, uh. fuck that. That's creepy as shit. <laughs> um, no, there, there's a there's a big robot uh, that's name is Dog, even though it doesn't look like a dog. It's a humanoid, like big hulking robot. It has the mentality of a dog, and you can tell it to do stuff. Because eventually, at one point, it was a robot dog, and mm-hmm. then it kept getting put into bigger and bigger bodies. But now, like, it'll just run up to you and this big robot would just run up to you and be like do 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 like waiting for you to throw a stick or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's adorable but it also kicks some serious ass if it needs to
2: mm. i have two more yeah Appa from airbender from avatar mm. the last airbender Appa was awesome Explain. he was he was the sky bison so he's a bison oh. with six legs and he can fly and he's really cute He's really cute. He'd be awesome. He'd be like, kind of like toothless, only be like way bigger. Cause it'd just be like really cool to have something that you could fly mm-hmm. on. And his saddle's really big. So you could take like five of your friends with you.
1: I feel like just from the description, what I've seen of the character, bison generally smell pretty bad. Yeah.
2: He would have to live in a barn,
1: but yet being in the air bending tribe i feel like maybe the constant flying or just yeah. the air bending kind of ventilates him
2: yeah <laughs> yeah he doesn't live in like a field you know so it might be okay
3: yeah you know kind of on that same page the um the the version of uh, alice in wonderland that was recently done by disney mm-hmm. their depiction of the bandersnatch was awesome it was again it was a big creature that was part bear part Cow maybe, but it was really kind of that'd be kind of a cool and they used it as like this enforcer animal. We'll send the bandersnatch out after him. But it was another one of those big giant animals that would go out and tear stuff up, but at the same time was kind of loyal as well. So that's another one of those it just hit me, I was like, Oh yeah, the bandersnatch. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You said you had one other one. Yeah, too, definitely
2: right? grommet. Oh, oh yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah grommet. totally <laughs> grommet. <laughs> yeah. Talk
1: about smart dogs, that yeah. least smarter than their owners. Smarter than yeah, their yeah.
2: Owner, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, he would be an
3: awesome companion. It's
0: a good one. I had a, I, I had Pikachu in mine, but mine was more, it was.
3: He'll electrocute just, people while I get dragons and have magic.
0: It wasn't even, <laughs> it wasn't even that like glorious. It was like, I would want Pikachu just so I could have like an eternal battery. Like I would, have, <laughs> like he wouldn't be my pet so much as he'd be my slave. <laughs> just like, he would just run power into my house. He'd all, be perfect in the
2: zombie apocalypse. Yeah. yeah like yeah, you just, you
0: wouldn't ever run out of electricity and you know and the problem part of the problem with the Pokemon is like I saw on you- on youtube there's a fox has an a d h d channel the animation domination animation yeah. channel, and they do like uh scientifically realistic oh, no. videos and they did one on the pokemon and it's so bad like it's just like when they do the scientifically accurate Pokemon, it's like wow, that's really fucked up like Maybe, yeah, so. As
1: in, like, trying to fit them in the Pokeball?
0: Yeah, like, you would, like, it doesn't work, and you would just have this
1: ball of flesh. Yeah, but at the same time, we're talking about tum tum wormholes, so let's, hey. let's let some of these things go.
0: <laughs> tum tum wormhole.
1: Uh, one that I considered, but didn't put on because it's just ultimately too annoying for its own good. I don't know if anyone ever, or ever watched Conan the Adventurer, the cartoon series. I was way into it in, like, the 90s, and it was, he had a companion named Needle, the Phoenix. I just love Phoenixes. And I know you could go Harry Potter in that particular instance, but um, Needle was a phoenix that had the ability to transform into a two dimensional phoenix design. So he basically lived in Conan's shield as a phoenix design, but then he would come out and have like magical abilities I think, too. Yeah, I, re- I remember that vaguely. Yeah but, yeah, but Needle was super annoying, like, talked <laughs> like a human. Kind of acted like Yago from Aladdin.
2: Oh, geez. Yeah. And
1: you don't, you don't want that. He was always annoyed and everything. It was a cool concept to have that, like, Mm -hmm. Phoenix and everything, but then they just made him super annoying. And I think he always referred to himself in the third person to like, needle this, needle that. Oh, shut (laughs) up. Should we, oh, we go? let charge our sh- binks that doesn't die! <laughs> <laughs>
2: should we mention tribbles? Should we even? Oh, should no. we just <laughs> <I> was- <laughs> breeze right by the them?
1: <laughs> Nobody wants tribbles. Nobody. They think they want tribbles. They think they, <laughs> they do. They don't want tribbles. And that's always the way it happens. <laughs> Any others? Should we wrap this up? I think that's it. All right. Final thoughts or something you would like to plug, Paulo? Fucking dragons, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't oppose my army. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you don't want to get burned by dragons, you should go to the Geek Generation website and go to the Patreon page and buy stuff from Amazon because we could really use the money. Yes. Anna?
2: Yeah, go to uh, thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon and purchase Invader Zim on DVD.
3: (laughs) (laughs) For me. (laughs) For Rob and send (laughs) it to him. Yeah, and for yourself. (laughs) Matt West? You know, when you're using that Amazon.com slash Geek Generation link, it doesn't cost you a cent other than what you're buying. and. It's Especially when
1: you use the geekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so bored. It's it's
3: un- super <laughs> easy. If the sentiment was there. But do it.
0: <laughs> Thank you. And I'm sure if you search hard enough you could probably find a dragon. I'm not really, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that I've looked for it you know. Maybe once.
1: Or at least times. a dragon egg and then in a little bit you'll have <laughs> <Yeah>. a dragon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know. Amazon. Guys, final thought this week. Dragons. I dragons. mean
2: <laughs> dragons. Because dragons because Japan.
0: Dragons because tum Wormhole. <laughs> yes. Let's get this trending people. Hashtag tum Wormhole.
1: <laughs> Hashtag Tumtum Wormhole. Love it. Uh to see everything else we do, head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can follow us at thegeekgeneration.com slash and at Geek Generation on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. Support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com support. Send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com and as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. We'll be back with more stuff for you next week. We will see you then. Later.
3: Make it so.